This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's happening in San Diego? Welcome into Gwen and Chris back in studio today. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby broadcasting live from the Odyssey Palace studios here in San Diego, California, getting set to uh, roll towards 6 o'clock this evening and uh, talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of sports as we hit the midweek point uh, between the uh, wild card uh, playoff round and the uh, NFL divisional playoffs. Uh, The Aztecs are back in action tonight. They'll play at Colorado State a little bit later. We're going to talk a little uh, hockey for you hockey fans out there today. Lauren Gardner from the NHL Network, host on the fly, will join the program today and we'll have some other fun stuff Going on as we uh, move along here, uh, yesterday, of course, we were out at Cathedral Catholic High School. I want to thank uh, the folks out there at Cathedral for hosting us for our for our prep show. If somebody turn Tony's mic on. Come on. <laughs> Who is the guy in charge of this? Oh, it's Scraby, and we are one minute Hi, into the show. It's <laughs> great. We'll get him over there. He's already. No, I'm not. Gonna, his I'm eyes almost rolled. His eyes was. His eyes almost rolled in the back of his head. Right <laughs> yeah, that actually hurt me. I rolled him so bad. <laughs> He's not going to acknowledge me. But uh, no, that was great. They did a. They, they they set us up yesterday. We had a great time and uh, ahead of that Cathedral Saints game. So it was a lot of fun. Good idea, Tony Gwynn Jr. I I thought it went well. You know, it was. Uh, it seemed like students were excited. It seemed like the parents were excited. Coaches, um, it was. It was received well, and so uh, good game last night. Unfortunately, it looked like uh, Cathedral Catholic lost by thirteen. Was it fifty-one thirty-nine? Sixty-one forty-nine? I just forty-eight. I just hope that uh, the Saints coach Mike Hopped, who was on with us yesterday, man, he was crushing you, and man, crushing me. My kind of guy. In a, yeah, <laughs> Scraby must have had a little side conference with him before he came on. I paid him. Mike Hopped was just so funny, and he was he was just having a good time at my expense and my inability to officiate. So I just hope that last night during that game, the Saints Cathedral game, there was a couple of calls that went against Mike Hopped. And I hope that at some point it dawned on him, maybe I would have been better off having Chris Ello ref this game. I thought. Or maybe I, not. 70, 71-58. 71-58. 71-58. I knew it was 13. Yeah. I didn't, couldn't quite put it together. Yeah, because I refed a perfect game last night at Helix High. Who, who won that game? Uh, Helix won that game, but I, I was uh, I was uh, to the letter of perfection. So I thought you know, uh, I, I was trying to answer the call after Hopped called me out on the you, program. You tried, to, you, you tried to raise your level a little bit. Good I had for to you. raise up my level a little bit last night because I was under a little pressure. <laughs> Felt like I was under the gun. <laughs> that, that's you were. I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was fun sitting down and, and talking with Coach Cunningham of uh, yeah of Cathedral. 
I thought it was uh, it, it was just interesting to hear their perspectives and and how they are are going about you know finding towing that balance between wanting to be competitive and wanting yeah. to keep it fun uh, for for some for some high school students. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and both of these guys are as competitive as it gets, and and that you should be once you tip the ball off. I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, you're out there to win, and uh, but at the same time, you are. You are uh, teaching life lessons to young men and uh, women, and the you know we got girls basketball in the county too, the, which we didn't talk too much about yesterday. But uh, all these kids go out there and play and and give it their best shot. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun yesterday, and I hope we get to do it again somewhere soon. And if you're high school, I mean, if you work at a high school or you know no you know your kids go to a high school, whatever, if you'd like us to come out. You know, for a pregame, I mean, I don't know. Get in touch with the station. Let us yeah. know. We'd, it, we'd it, like to try to work it. It doesn't mean it's guaranteed that we can do it, but we'd certainly, you know, we would be interested in finding out other high schools who would be interested in having us. Yeah, we we it works better a if if you're wanted. B, uh, the facilities have to be able yes. to deal with a, a a full radio show coming. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, I think getting around the Carolis, we we were doing this before the pandemic, and it was. Uh, I think one of our it was one of our better times in terms of being able to go around the county and and really kind of boost uh, high school sports and it, it it generally works better with football and and basketball because those games start later they're at night you know it kind of fits the schedule of what we're doing and so anything we can Chris and I and Scrape can do to kind of boost uh, the kids that are getting a chance to play high school sports. We'd love to do it. So one more thing that your your school needs to have for us to go there is that you need to be able for Chris to find you because that, that is some El Camino. A, that that was a yeah, problem at El Camino. Ridiculous. That's yeah. actually ridiculous. Because I mean, yes, you were. You I were. travel around to every high school in the county officiating, but you games. couldn't find El Camino. Well, El Camino's not in my uh, district when it comes oh. to officiating games. It's outside the district. It's outside Just, of if you our referee print district. Print a map so. quest and mail it to us. Yeah. Chris That's really funny, Scrape. You're just a <laughs> hey, you hilarious It's Chris man. opened through the first salvo. You did. Now Matt is getting back, huh? Yeah. Didn't take long. Did not take long. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get into some good news here on this Wednesday for sure to kick off the show. Buffalo Bills safety Demar Hanlon continuing his road to recovery. Uh, I know my wife asked me about this almost daily or twice daily. How's he doing? And uh, apparently very, very well. He's been uh, spending time now at the team's facility. Almost daily. Yeah, Coach Sean McDermott said he's there almost every day. Uh, then then somebody asked him, like, what's he doing? You know, well, he's he's lifting weights. And he's going <laughs> Honestly, that's a workouts. great question. That's a great, it's a question. great question, you think? Uh, I do, I do. <laughs> McDermott <laughs> said it's limited. He just comes in and just kind of reacclimating himself with things. But, hey, look, it's, it's only been – what, 16 days since that horrific night on the turf in Cincinnati. And, of course, it's four days ahead of the Bengals and Bills meeting again, this time in Buffalo uh, in the NFL's uh, divisional playoffs. Hamlin was not in attendance uh, at the uh, Bills' uh, win over the Dolphins the other day uh, in Buffalo, but was watching the game. So uh, this 24-year-old safety is making a, continues to make remarkable progress and that is terrific news. There's no word yet on whether or not he will attend the game this Sunday. I, I don't know, Tony. You obviously nobody's ever had to deal with anything like that in a sports sense. I, I still think the the Bills looked a little emotionally drained 
in that They've game been through quite on, a bit. Sa- on Sunday against the Dolphins. I know the Dolphins played well, and we gave them their due yesterday. But I, I just wonder if Buffalo – I mean, you know, it's one thing. They came back, they played the one game against New England to close the regular season. But sometimes – the immediate response you're it's your a delayed mind are it's able a to delayed it. yeah but it's the delay of a week later and now going through a regular week and you've been going through this emotional roller coaster up and That's down good point. I, I just wonder if they weren't a little drained well, for that game on Sunday, and and I that's why I said I didn't think Demar Hamlin would be at the game because I just thought it might weigh too heavily on them. The the good news is despite that they were able to get by that first game and, right. and kind of reset a little yes, bit. Yes, now I think they can reset. There, there, so there's no doubt see. that there could have been an emotional tax on on Buffalo. I mean, right? You go from one week not and really that first week was 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 in peril through the first. 48 hours of it. So it's not like you got to enjoy a full week of, right. okay, he's fine. It was really, what, Thursday, maybe Thursday, Friday before there was, like, significant news that he was moving in the right direction. Yes. And so, you know, that's not a ton of time to, to like, soak that in before, boom, your concentration is now on winning a game that you kind of needed to win at the time. Right, they did need to win that game to hold to, on to some to, sort of home field advantage. Exactly, yes. and so you know, and and so getting past that week, going into you know that playoff, probably a little drain. Yeah, I wonder if it was, and uh, we'll see how Buffalo performs this week against Cincinnati. Here's some other good news for you out there, all of you, Tommy Fam lovers. He is uh, back in baseball. He has signed a one-year contract, six million dollars with. New York. New York Mets. New York Mets get uh, Tommy Pham. I guess they couldn't get Carlos Correa, so it'll be up to Pham to fill the void Man. for the Mets. I, I, um, I, I, I don't know that there's a player active in Major League Baseball that isn't a Dodger who isn't more disliked by San Diego fans than Tommy Pham. Is Tommy that disliked? Is he? Wait, wait. Say that. I'm gonna let you say that one more time. I'm gonna say, other than Dodgers, I think San Diego fans seem to dislike Tommy Pham the most. Uh, we're we're forgetting one person that are you, are you people okay? are still tweet about. What? You're, you're missing. You're one, missing a big a, one. The one that just oh, Hosmer. Yes. Tommy Tommy Pham might be number two. <laughs> Tommy Pham got lost. He, he got lost in the wash, but somehow Hosmer has stayed above. I don't Hosmer's know. I asked him. It, it just is mind blowing to me. I, I I don't understand it. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, the way it goes. So. Uh, he it, is disliked, though. That is correct. Tommy is going to New York. Yeah, so he's uh, far away, and uh, he can well, do... Not only is... I'm bringing it up because he's far away. I'm bringing it up because I think about some of the incidents he's had with fans. New York might be, <laughs> might, <laughs> might be right. a powder he kicks, keg he kicks there. He uh, kicks a fly ball on opening day. We could have a stare down between he and the uh, left field bleachers there at City Field. Yeah, no that doubt. That is a possibility. Uh, all right, so that's the baseball note from today. There's one other football note to uh, throw in here, Scraby. Although I don't think it's going to really matter. The Dallas Cowboys say that they plan to have kicker Brett Maher back and kicking in Sunday's divisional round matchup against the San Francisco 49ers. However, 
They are going to sign Tristan Vizcaino to their practice squad as insurance, mm. according to some sources. Now, we know Maher missed four extra points in that Maher, really you get one extra game. point, buddy. If you miss it, here yeah, comes he, the guy. Ma- What's his Maher, name? Maher came Brett back. Maher. No, the guy who they just... Oh, so oh, Vizcaino. Vizcaino is the new guy. He's going to be the new guy coming in if so, you miss one. Yeah, I think Maher should have come up to uh, Jerry Jones after the game and say, Hey, I made one. Yeah. <laughs> come on. It's not you like know? it's not like my mistakes cost us the game. Well, that's for sure. But Scraby's response to this story, of course, was the Cowboys aren't going to need a kicker because they're not going to be able to score a touchdown. Uh, I believe that he said that. <laughs> well, but you agreed in, in the back, and I said, "Yep." But Chris, he framed it Chris, like I said Chris, it. Chris blamed it on you, but you did say, you did agree though. You oh did, yeah, I agree. You absolutely to the, agree. I mean, I'll agree to any crazy thought that's thrown out there for the most part. But I mean, they're not going to need it because. Fortnite is going to score like 55 points or wow. something. Wow. 50. 55, ah, 55 piece? A 50 burger. 50 burger. Against that Dallas defense? No, I don't think that it's going to be a, a little, 50 burger. I, have to, I hate to say I think that would be a little surprising. but That uh, would be surprising. We'll talk much more about the NFL playoffs as we go along today and uh, in the week ahead. Uh, the Padres apparently are among the teams interested in the reliever Aroldis Chapman. I forgot he was available, man. You know, the thing that's interesting about that to me is that I don't find that to be story-worthy anymore uh, anymore because the Padres seem to be interested in every single player that's, that's From that out standpoint, there. you're absolutely right. I mean, and, and I think that's a good thing. I mean, I think you should always be interested. Like, I, I, I'm going to go back to what I've said before. I can't stand that there's teams like the A's and the Rockies and the Royals and, the you know, a dozen teams that... You know, if somebody said Araldus Chapman, they just immediately go, nah. We, you know, no. Mm, nah. The Padres at least say, hey, wonder if he'd be a fit. Maybe we can work something out. Maybe there's a deal to be had. Maybe we can. You don't, just because you're interested doesn't mean you have to get somebody. But to me, you should always be interested. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, ideally, you should at, at least be exploring Absolutely. the option, at the very least. The guy did throw a hundred and four and a half mile an hour fastball that Tony oh, yes. Gwynn fouled away one time. He has it was, had it was, a it was 105, but you know, not, who's counting? <laughs> was it 105? It was. He did have some uh, run-ins. It, so with that the, is, with the I, bad was, stuff. I was. Yeah, getting, I don't think he's the best fit in the world. No. I'm just I, saying. I, I I always like the fact that the Padres are going to take a look, and you know, everybody's. It's like we're going to get Shohei Otani. We're going to get chat. We're going to get everybody. I I I do recall his. Um, the in the end game in New York for the Yankees wasn't I don't think good right I think he didn't show up uh, someplace yeah it didn't finish he, off well for and him. he basically had told the skipper if he wasn't going to be on the roster he wasn't showing up they kept him off the roster he didn't show up it's not like the best look but he is a talented arm still nonetheless probably could get some guys out in the seventh inning of oh, a playoff I think game so. even I think so so. You know, I think it's something you look at. I mean, to me, you're a championship-level team. And I was even thinking about this today. I saw somebody tweeted that the Padres once again have two of the top 50 prospects in baseball again, Jackson Merrill, and some other young guy has kind of moved up in the rankings, and I, and I don't even remember his name. And, of course, people are excited about the uh, Padres signing the 16-year-old catcher, who I don't believe is going to be contributing this year, by the way. Just something to yeah, keep Yeah, it's going to be a while. But I was wondering, and maybe I'm getting way ahead of myself here, but as this season goes along, 
Would you consider? Would you even consider mortgaging more of your future to add another player yes. in June or July? Yes, and I would too. Thank Absolutely, you. I agree a hundred percent. I don't care right now what the Padres farm system looks like because I'm not worried about 2026 or 27. Yeah. I think you've got to go all in this year. Let's reserve um, the notion of hanging on to prospects for folks who have already experienced winning in a significant fashion. Uh, if you have a window, take advantage of the window. Sure. Worry about the rest later. That's what I would think. That's how totally I totally think that, and we'll you know we'll see how the season plays okay, out. Okay, and listen, and once you know you you get the formula right that you're looking for, then you can kind of teeter that line of competitive versus you know making sure the farm system is stocked the way you want it. Yeah, right. Well, it can stock up in a couple of years. <laughs> right. As far as I'm concerned, use whatever you have right now. To put the best possible team you can out there for Word 2023. Word up. All right, something to keep in mind a month before the season or two months before the season even gets underway. Gwen and Chris is already underway. We're here till 6 o'clock. Thanks for joining us. Should be a good afternoon of fun right here on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to 97.3 The Fan and thousands of other stations, plus millions of podcasts for free on the Odyssey app. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, Gwynn and Chris, 2.23 on the clock. Ethan Salas, his name has uh, been bubbling for maybe about a week since the Padres signed him. This is this seemed to be the most sought-after international prospect, and guess what? A.J. Preller gets his man or his kid. I don't know how you want to 16. Uh, I still think, you know, not quite man yet. but Used to be when you were 16, you immediately got your driver's license. I don't know that kids even do that anymore. No, don't, let, don't get me started. This generation is something else. They don't, <laughs> they don't want to drive. 
Yes. Wow. You have to like convince them to go get their license. Why? Like really? I could not wait. No, to none get, of us to could. get to get up to get I my license. I got my license day of. Dude, day of. Yeah. It was freedom. I'm like negotiating a, with my daughter to get a uh, a license. Negotiating like, like you got to give her something to go <laughs> like, get her to get well, a license. Ultimately, she's going to get her license. What's the thought? I, we need another driver in the house. What, what's the thought behind it that they, they don't they, want that it? They, this is an Uber service of the world now. Like they could just they'll get a ride somehow. Yeah, they don't need to. Wow. They, they don't need to have a driver's license to have the freedom oh, they that we used to. Mom enjoy. and dad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they think, but I, she's sadly mistaken. I'm just saying <laughs> she's this, sadly mistaken. This isn't. This isn't just my. This is a lot of parents I talk to now. Yeah, like I know kids, that's why I brought it up. I kids it do not want to drive now. Wow, it is the weirdest I have no idea. Thing. It's like that was like the easiest way to get away from mom and dad yeah. was to be able to drive. If yeah. you are a kid out there and you don't want to get your driver's license, rethink that because you really, <laughs> you really are missing. It's, it's life changing. You're it, not missing out on anything as far as kids are concerned because the kids can see their friends just by picking up a phone there it and is. hitting FaceTime. There it is. They That's, don't need it's a big part of it. They don't need to get in a car to drive over to their friend's house to spend time with them. So all they true. have to do is hit a Scraby, button on their phone. I guarantee all three of us in here have when we were younger, rode in the car with our mom and dad, used to watch every move they made uh-huh. with the car because we wanted we wanted to hope and one we had day nothing do. else to do. Nothing else to do. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I, the first time I got in the, the the car with my daughter to kind of give her a little lesson, thought I was going to lose my life. <laughs> and we and we were in a parking lot. Oh, and we were in a parking lot. Oh, I I I tried to drive a stick in the middle of a, a intersection. At, and- l- at least it was a stick. This is a automatic car. <laughs> I, I listen. I just assume that you know if you back a car up, the first your first instinct is going to be to like turn around, actually look and look. No, not at all. No not instinct. At all. Just, just <laughs> well, you can't you can't turn around and look at your phone at the same time. Well, well, that's where we are. And, and, you know, we it got, we got to that from Ethan Salas because he's only sixteen years of age. But uh, does we, he have his driver's license? I doubt. I it. I doubt it. Yeah, I true. doubt it. I'm that's telling true. you, man. I have this a, is crazy. I have to a me. cousin that just got his license at like twenty. I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm telling you, like it was like these these kids. My are, niece is already 21 and she doesn't have a license. Doesn't even license. And has no interest. <laughs> doesn't have one. That is no interest. By blowing. What is going on? <laughs> yes, Greg. It's, it's a different world out there. All right. Uh, uh gosh, now nah, I lost Ethan Sam. Sauce. Sam. Yeah. Sam Levitt caught up with either Sal is uh, after the press conference, and uh, here's what he had to say. 6'2", you're a big guy, 185, just 16 years old. Take me through your growth over the years. When did you hit your, your biggest growth spurts? Like a couple, uh, last year, I started growing a little more. I started putting on some more weights. Got to eat good. And just uh, just my dad being 6'4", my mom being a pretty tall Fergo, 5'9". So it's just, it's just part of the process. Just keep going with the, just, just keep going with whatever God gave me and my parents gave me. You know? During this process, what stood out about the Padres in particular? Man, these guys they scout they scout like no other team. Uh, they always take care, like they always taking care of me and always just always just been a part of my my, my life since uh, my brother's been doing a lot of trials. They always been seeing me, so the Padres just stood out from the rest, man. So it's an exciting place to be in a in big in the major leagues and it's a beautiful city. You mentioned your brothers. You come from a baseball family. Many relatives played in professional baseball. What kind of impact did that have on you growing up? No, just always being in the clubhouse is, is really really important. Uh, getting to learn a lot how baseball is. Baseball's a grind. Baseball, the baseball life is not no 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 walk around the park. So just being around that and uh, it's gonna get me ready for my career going going on going forward. You're only 16, but obviously you're a tremendous talent. How would you describe yourself as a baseball player right now? 
exciting player, aggressive on the field, humble guy. Uh, just uh, working on my tools every day. I feel like I feel like I got a pretty pretty good skill set as of now, but always room to get better. So. You also spoke the other day about leadership, about uh, being a leader inside a clubhouse with a team. Why is that so important to you? It's really important because if you you have a clubhouse with no leader, it's like uh, it's like having a car with no driver. You know, you just lost, and so it's always nice to lead to lead a good lead lead by example. You know, always try to be a professional on and off the field, and always taking care of your job. I think it's really important. Yeah, a number of big-time players on this Padres current team, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., the list goes on and on and on. Anybody on this current team that you really enjoy watching? Juan Soto, Tatis, and Machado, all those guys. The whole team's exciting to watch. I'm telling you, like, it's the most exciting team in baseball to watch. So who doesn't want to be a Padre right now? This is your first time in San Diego, being here at Petco Park inside the clubhouse. I'm sure you took a look at the field. Yeah. What's that been like? It's been it's been incredible, man. I was in love with this city, in love with this with the field, the clubhouse, everything, everything. A plus for media savvy. No, no kidding. Man, man. Sixteen. Over it. A car. It's like driving a car with no driver. Or it's like having a car. having a car with no driver. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, that and I was, messed it up. That was well said. <laughs> well said. By Sixteen the young man. going in his bag to pull out the the descriptions on us. That was yeah. a that was an impressive interview. I mean. For a young man to um, command an interview like that, that's probably one of the things that, I mean, aside from his talent, uh, it's probably one of the things that the organization liked about him. Yeah, it. they must have been pretty impressed when they got a chance to visit with him. I, You know, what is what is his road to the major leagues like now, Tony? I mean, 16 years old, there's no way you... What's the earliest he could even think of playing for the Padres? Two years? I mean, if he's if he's Juan Soto, what are we talking? Eight, oh, that's right. Soto started eight, playing eight, at 18, 18 or 19. 19. I know Robin Yount, I think, started he was playing 18. for the Brewers when he was 18. Yeah, yeah. But it's... Toddy was what, 20? Maybe 20. God, they're getting... Yeah, you're right. They're getting younger. Now, it's not impossible to imagine you know, that he'll be up here soon if, uh, he, if everything plays out right. International players of his stature... Usually handle the lower levels well. It's it's once you start getting to the big boy levels at that young young of age, um, how will that impact him? But um, we don't know exactly. He, he's also a catcher, right? Most catchers it takes some time to develop at that. That's not a, a shortstop position where it's largely about athleticism and and and, a, and a, with a little bit of technique in there. And can you hit? This is this is a bit different monster, right? You you got no pitching staffs, you got to know hitters, you got to know, you know, everything. sequences, you got you got to know everything. You are yeah. the brains of the manager on the field. The catcher is as close to a quarterback as Major League Baseball has, and you're right. Uh, there isn't really a successful team out there that doesn't have a great catcher, and we're talking about defensive mind, right. you know, catcher. Right. There's plenty of defensive minded catchers that are on winning teams. I mean, look, Austin Hedges got offered a contract this year and is still playing Major League Baseball, yeah. going to be with the Pittsburgh Pirates, but he's still playing. He's still making well over a million bucks. Still hits 160 every year. Maldi but you know what? His knowledge of being able to catch and handle a staff still has him you know, making a pretty good living. Maldonado so, of the Astros, another one. Right, he's, he's a World, World Series, Series catcher. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. I mean... It's really important. That's why, that's why I remember last year at the end of the season, and everyone was talking about you know, um, you know the postseason roster and what you were going to do. And 
Uh, we were even talking about maybe at the trade deadline, the Padres trying to get Contreras from the Cubs, and I remember my only concern was the fact that he'd have to learn a pitching staff on, on the, fly. the fly. Yeah, and I just didn't think that was a great idea. I don't know what that's why the Padres never got Contreras. I have no idea. But I've always felt changing your catcher on a successful staff is a risky move. Yeah, no, it it one hundred percent is, and may have been a reason why ultimately you know Padres didn't go along with that. It might be. So anyway, we'll see what happens with this young man. But he starts off uh, his career with a good interview with Sammy Levitt. I mean, it's only that's about as high level as you can get as it a is. young prospect. I right hope there. he knows who he was talking with. Yeah, I'm <laughs> talking Ethan, talking to Sam. Right. I hope Ethan right. knows. No, I knew exactly what you okay, were referring good, to. Because uh, what's uh, Sam been uh, super famous for? The 2022 <sighs> season. Has come to an end. <laughs> yes, he has. His voice, honestly, is it's, everywhere. It's I keep everywhere. running across it. It's everywhere. Yeah. I still have t-shirts have... printed yet. He should. <laughs> he should. He should. He should be selling them somewhere. He I should t- be copyrighted. I still have that. people commenting Trademark. on my comments about. about yes, we know <laughs> it was you, Sam. So it's certainly a popularity, popular uh, piece of piece of, of voice or uh, piece of his voice as being well, the used great everywhere. one did it. So yeah, no doubt. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, our NHL fans out there, Lauren Gardner uh, of the NHL Network as well as the MLB Network joins us next. More Gwen and Chris on the way. 39, Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby, along for the ride here on Gwen and Chris, San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Aztecs back in action tonight. Taking on Colorado State up at uh, Moby Arena. I was just there Monday. The Aztec women's team played there on Monday. Not an easy Colorado place to State. not an easy place to play. Not easy uh, altitude game, and uh, Aztecs coming off their first loss of the conference season. So, uh, also understand that uh, there's supposed to be upwards of 15 feet of snow well, in fun. Fort Collins. I'm glad I'm back home because I was just there on Monday and there was no snow. It's a good thing but it's indoors. Move in quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a tough trip. They're going to Colorado State and Air Force. They play Air Force on Saturday. I don't know if they're going to stay there all that time. It's a long time. Yeah, or if they're going to come home and go back to Air Force after tonight's game. But uh, good luck to Brian Dutcher and the boys as they get back to work tonight. Uh, we get back to work with uh, a little hockey talk. We don't talk a, a ton of hockey on this show. But uh, Lauren Gardner was nice enough to provide some time for us. She is the host of On the Fly which is the NHL's nightly highlight show. Uh, it's a great show. Just, I mean, just every bit as good as uh, Quick Pitch on MLB Network, which she also hosts, I think, when she works for the MLB Network. So yeah. uh, she's a very talented uh, young lady, and uh, she joined us a little bit ago to talk some hockey. And uh, there's some pretty good stories going on in the NHL, including uh, Alex Ovechkin's chase of the great Wayne Gretzky's all-time goal-scoring record, the Boston Bruins, who are in search of the greatest record in hockey history, among other things. Uh, She also talked a little Padre baseball with us. So uh, let's get to Lauren Gardner, courtesy of the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. 
Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And indeed, we are joined by the uh, the very talented, the very busy Lauren Gardner. She hosts On the Fly on the NHL Network. Also does uh, a bunch of work for MLB Network. And uh, so we're going to cover a few different things with Lauren. How are you today? Oh, you're far too kind, Chris. I'm doing fantastic. I was just telling you guys before we started recording this, uh, I just sat down in the makeup chair. So we're getting ready for another exciting episode of On the Fly tonight with uh, Devin Dubnik, who... I used to not like very much as an Avalanche fan, even though he did play for the Avs for a hot second. But when he was with the Wild, I was not a fan of that dude. Turns out he's actually like one of the nicest guys on the planet. Most of the hockey guys are. I mean, I've always I've always yes, noticed that, especially the especially the enforcers. A lot of the fighters, you, you you finally get a chance to meet them, and you go, how did how is this the same person that I just saw out on the ice? Right, we work with Stu Grimson, and his nickname was the Grim Reaper, and he could not be a nicer human being. And he's so gentle, and you're just like, what? Did you just black out and just lose it out there? Like, how were you this person on the ice, and then you're a completely different human being off? So, yeah, it's it's so cool to see and to get to work with some of the best of the best on, on both sides, really. By the way, we do really appreciate it. We do not require makeup to do this show. Yes, but, that's the uh, best part about it, Lauren. We, we, we appreciate you uh, making the effort anyway. Thank you. Listen, fellas, I, I'm a CU alum, so prime time is the new football head coach. So look good, feel good, feel good, play good. That's the mentality. No doubt about it. So, Lauren, listen, you know <laughs> we got a chance to get to know each other during that Philadelphia Padres series. And I think I told you then, I, I don't know a whole lot about hockey. But I was flipping through the channels the other day, and your face popped up, and it looked like you. Were, <laughs> it looked like you were at, uh, I believe, it was the BioSteel All American uh, game there. Now, tell me what a, a little bit about what that's about. Is that the equivalent to perfect game in baseball, or is that more senior bowl for for college football? Yeah, Tony, that's a great question. It was such a fun event. I think I've worked that event the last three or four years. Uh, pandemic was standing in Plymouth, Michigan at the USA uh, Hockey Arena. And it's, yeah, I would say it's more like the Senior Bowl. Uh, all 40, well, 45 players that were American-born were competing in this contest, and they are all coming from the USHL or the National Development Team Program, which, you know, they compete in, you know, World Juniors, and they send them out to to play at uh, all different tournaments representing the U.S. So it was very much like the Senior Bowl. 44 of the 45 are draft eligible, and if you look at the draft class, I mean, you had the Kachuk brothers participate, the Quinn brothers, Dylan Larkin, Seth Jones. I mean, some of the best. U.S.-born players, if not all of the best that are currently in the NHL, have played in this contest. So there were a ton of scouts in attendance, and 
it really was it was an opportunity obviously there's a larger sample size that you know scouts are taking um you know, that they're factoring in when they make their decisions come late june which will be at bridgestone arena in nashville tennessee but this this contest was just a great way to get everyone under one roof and just kind of evaluate the talent and how they perform under the bright lights and it was it, it didn't disappoint this year it's always so much fun to be there and these kids you guys they're babies i was watching them you know when they're outside of their gear and they're just they're just little eighteen year old kids that you know their futures <laughs> are so bright, but it's a lot of pressure on someone yeah. that age. Yeah, they're all from some little prairie in the middle of uh, Western Canada somewhere. Uh, Lauren Gardner <laughs> right. is with us. You see her on TV on uh, on the fly on the NHL Network. You also see her on the MLB Network. And uh, Lauren Alex Ovechkin has become a story that has transcended hockey. Uh, he got his eight hundredth goal this year. He passed uh, the immortal Gordy Howe. And now he's chasing Wayne Gretzky for a record that I don't think anybody thought would ever be caught. Uh, Talk about Ovechkin and what he means to the NHL and what this – he's still a little ways away from counting it down, but maybe next year he gets there. Listen, guys, I believe it was two seasons ago. I was heading out to maybe three seasons ago. The time has gone into some sort of like black (laughs) hole when it comes to the pandemic and lockdown. But I remember following Ovi around when he was chasing 700, and he just so happened to be playing the Colorado Avalanche right before the stadium series game that I was out there for. So they're like, hey, we're going to send you out early, and maybe he'll reach that mark. And it was, you know, it's always like right when you're on the doorstep of those milestones that it seems like it's the toughest to reach, uh, whether it's the pressure, whether it's, you know, the team wants you to get there. You're gripping your sticks a little bit tighter. And he eventually reached it like five games later. I think we kept missing him. And I'm, I'm sure the team as a whole is happy to have all the press kind of stop following them. But what we're witnessing, Chris and Tony, is it, it's historic. And he doesn't seem to be slowing down. Forget about the gray hair that he refuses to dye. This guy is so strong on the puck. He still can shoot from the office. But which is like, right, the, that's the popular one. That's where we see all the highlights. But he can do it down low. He can get in the slot. He can create chances. And... I think what we're witnessing right now is, is is something that we may never see again. And can he get to the ultimate record? I believe he can. If he keeps playing at this pace, what Alex Ovechkin needs to league, guys, I mean, he's must-see TV, just like Connor McDavid, who I think already has the heart sewn up. It's interesting because it doesn't seem like Ovechkin is slowing down at all, even despite, as you said, no. the gray hair. He seems, to, gray hair. He seems to be moving really at the same pace he was four, five, six years ago, and it has been remarkable. I want to ask you a little bit about your hometown team, the Avalanche, the reigning Stanley Cup champions. Haven't quite played to that same level this year. What's What do you think has been behind that? Oh, Tony, you had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. Guys, okay, so the one actually, like, you know, it's tough when you're working in caucus. Uh, which is, you know, we're still close to the Rock, you know, where the Devils play. We have the Rangers in Manhattan, which I live in Manhattan. And then, of course, Long Island uh, is where the Islanders are located. But when you're working nights and you're working almost every day, like, it's really tough to physically get to games. So the one game I actually did attend this year was actually I attended two games were Avalanche games and they won both. So I'm not going to say I'm like, good luck, but I'm not going to not say I'm good luck. <laughs> uh, but as far as what's going on this season, they've been plagued by injuries. Yeah. And I think there is a bit of a Stanley Cup hangover. I mean, right now they recently lost to the Coyotes and you still have now a healthy Nathan McKinnon. You have a Miko Ranson, you have a Devontae's. And, you know, I, I think Georgiev is definitely serviceable serviceable between the pipes. So it's a little disappointing. I think without their captain, 
in Gabe Landeskog at this point in time. I think that lack of grit and leadership has kind of shown itself, but really it's been the injury factor. Is it time to be worried about this team that's still on the inside looking out? I would say not yet. And I've talked to our analysts about this and, you know, they would talk to me all last season about how good the team was. They were scary good. They still are scary good, especially once they get Landy back and some of the other guys who are injured. Um, but we are reaching that point in the season, right? Where the all-star games just around the corner. Once yeah. we get to that point, um, and, and they're still on the outside looking in and they're losing to teams that they should be beating, then it might be time to be worried. At this point in time, guys, I think they'll be fine if they could sneak in even in a wild card spot. They're going to be a very dangerous team in the postseason because they now know what it takes, not just to get past the second round that have been plaguing them for however many seasons. Now they know what it takes to go deep and to just dominate teams like they did last year. Yeah, think about the Golden State Warriors in the NBA. I mean, it's yeah, real similar yeah. what's exactly. happening to the Avalanche. Lauren Gardner is with us from the uh, NHL Network and MLB Network. And, uh, Lauren, you talked about historical, and uh, the Boston Bruins are chasing a little history right now, uh, trying to get the record for the most wins in a season in the history of the league. And, you know, when Montreal did it way back when, it was an unbalanced league. Montreal used to used – to, just get all of the good players from Canada. They went right to the Canadians. So it was almost unfair when Montreal won 62 games way back when. How is Boston doing that in this day and age of parity in the NHL? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Chris, especially now that we have the salary cap. I mean, I'll circle all roads lead back to the Avalanche, but I remember, you know, the first couple of years after you know, they were the Nordiques and came over to Colorado, it was like an all team, and they were able to do that until – obviously the lockout and the salary cap. So it has changed things. And yeah, you talk about the parity and competitive balance, which in my opinion is what makes this sport so exciting because any given year, it can be a different team that's going to be at the top. Yeah. And like the Bruins right now, I mean, they're 10 points ahead of Carolina. Just in the league, the league, the NHL, they have a 10-point lead over the second-best team in the NHL, which is mind-blowing because there are some really talented teams out there. Uh, but David Pasternak is having an outstanding season. He's so fun to watch. Uh, obviously, Brad Marchand does his thing, and there's just so much chemistry there. And then, of course, Patrice Bergeron, which, I mean, that line together, guys, they've been doing this for almost six years. The chemistry is there. They know what it takes. And it was interesting. I was reading an article where David Krejci was talking about how the coaching change really had a big impact on this team. And, of course, you know, give Bruce Cassidy his due because he did great things with this club. But sometimes, as you guys know, especially on the baseball side, sometimes you just need a different voice in yeah. that room, a different face out there. And Jim Montgomery, uh, who was the head coach for the DU Pioneers in Denver, I covered him and I covered that team. And when they won the national championship, he went through – his you know, share of, of personal issues, and he came back out on the other side. And he's a tremendous coach, and he's already shown that. And that's what Krejci was kind of crediting that coaching change and just kind of Jim Montgomery's leadership style and the way he kind of lets them be themselves and have fun. But he's installed a system in which they've really taken to. And uh, they don't show any signs of slowing down, and they're winning the games they need to win, especially at home. I mean, the way they started off the season uh, – I forgot how many games it was, but it was nearly 20 games uh, without losing a contest in regulation at TD Garden. It was just so impressive to watch them do the things they need to do when they need to do it. Lauren Gardner from the NHL Network, and pretty soon the ice will melt, and she'll be back out at the MLB <laughs> Network. And we yeah! hope we, we know we know with what the Padres have done in this off season, coming off last year, we know the Padres are going to be playing in October. The question is, will they assign Lauren Gardner to come out and, that is the and cover us again? That is the so we question. hope that we get to see you at some point. 
Oh, thanks, fellas. You know what? Fingers crossed. If I get to hang out with the two of you and Tony, I can always steal for a, a segment or two, which you were so generous with your time and it was much appreciated. But that series, guys, was really unforgettable. I mean, two very special teams and so many great moments. I, the travel wasn't ideal. No, nope, wasn't ideal that. at all. <laughs> it was so awesome. Thank you for your time and uh, we appreciate you and we'll help you get chipped to you again soon. All right. Take care, fellas. Thank you. Lauren Gardner there joining us on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way. With Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad, visit them today. In the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet, find new roads. Talk about having talent. Man. Getting hired by the uh, MLB Network. And then, oh, by the way, can you just run across the street and work for the NHL Network too, please? She does it all. I got wow. a chance to see it up close and personal because she covered the Padre Philly the series. NLCS, yes, yeah. And uh, she was running around. More than I was running around, and, you know. So that was impressive. She did want us to remind you guys she will be on Off Base MLB Network 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it'll be back at the beginning of the regular season, come uh, Major League Baseball season. So she's already uh, starting to juggle or get preparing, preparing to juggle two uh, two sports. Her, she's got her own show. At uh, according to the uh, promotion here for the show, it. Offers a variety of perspectives, has uh, the hottest stories of the day. It taps into the latest in baseball culture and fashion. Maybe they could get a shoe correspondent on the uh, on that segment, Tony. Yeah, no, and they, that they, could be you. They cover because you don't have anything else to do. They cover quite a bit of. Uh, you know, it's interesting. They had a, I can't remember who the other host was, but when we were in New York, okay. For the playoffs, and I had to do the one show at the studio. Yeah, I ran into the other host of oh. that show uh, along with him. So there you go. All right, off base. It's on uh, noon our time, three p.m. Eastern on uh, MLB Network. Once the season starts, that's Lauren Gardner, and uh, you know the, we we aren't talking a lot about a hockey here. We don't have a team other than the the Gulls, of course, or the minor league affiliate for the Ducks. Who have the worst record in the NHL? Mm, by the way, they do. Uh, so it's uh, it's not a great season for hockey fans. Kings are here. having a good season though, but the Kings are doing okay. Yeah, the Kings are actually doing better okay. season. But I the uh, the Boston Bruins, though, seriously, they're on pace for sixty five wins. No team's ever won more than sixty two uh, in a season. So if this was right MLB or something like that, and a team was that far ahead of the pace for most wins it, it in the, the history top, of the sport, it would be the topic of conversation. It'd be a pretty big topic of conversation. So uh, keep a little eye on that. Uh, the Bruins are rolling on. I think they're thirty-four and five right now. Not a bad season for the uh, Boston Bruins. Pretty, I remember one, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I remember one year the Detroit Tigers, nineteen eighty-four. Eighty-four. Yeah, started the season thirty-five and five. And that was the year they ended up beating Padres. our Padres yes, in the did. World Series. Yeah. How about a start like that this year? Uh, that would be phenomenal. I would settle for 32-8. and eight. I don't even need 35-5. and five. I, I don't know how you can lose if you get off to that kind of start. Man. <laughs> Honestly, that's like some that's some serious padding. Yeah. Yes. How did they do I that? I mean, unless, of course, the team goes... 34 and 6 behind you. Just a game back. <laughs> that would stink, right? Yeah, the Rockies are likely to be just a game back at 34 and 6. All right, uh, one hour in the books, Daily Gambit, and other fun stuff coming up in hour number two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 